Welcome to another edition of the Speak Your Peace podcast. It's your boy, Big E. What's going on, gamers? Uh, Big E with friend of the Speak Your Peace pod, I think, uh, and San Francisco 49ers fan, Scott Freestat. Hello. What's going on, big guy? Oh, I'm extremely excited. Really? I wonder why. Yeah, I'm uh, a big, big 49ers fan. Uh, Over the top. Uh, I'm glad we get you on because I get your official opinion on how this game is going to go down. Maybe some other football-related stuff, you know, because, you know, we're football guys. We're football dudes. We're not going to hide it, you know. We're a, we're a football podcast, I think. Amen. I think we just talked about whatever. Um, so, your 49ers are taking on the Kansas City Chiefs in Miami. Super Bowl 54. How... I'm not going to ask for your score prediction right now. We'll get into it in a little bit. How confident are you on a scale of 1 to 10? Um, I, I was very confident, but I, I was about a 9 at the beginning of the week, like before the Pro Bowl and all, but now I'm starting to get down to like a 6 or a 7. Okay, so you were like pretty pretty hype entering the week, and now you're a little less hype. Yes, uh, I've I've looked at the Chiefs, um, the Chiefs' offense and, and such, their highlights this season, and uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's frightening. <laughs> so, I'm I'm not gonna be like for those who don't know, I'm a Seahawks fan. You're a Niners fan. We've actually been pretty like. You and I have got along actually surprisingly well for how competitive this season has we've been. We've been civil. We've been, we've been civil. We've been civil. I like that. That's a good term. Um, I would like the. I'm not going to say you know. I'm not going to be that guy, but it's amazing the difference that one inch makes in it in a season. Not to say that Seattle would be going to the Super Bowl, but just going back to that Week 17 game, man, that's yeah. that's crazy to think about how that could have changed the entire complexity of the postseason. Oh, yeah. You guys would have been third seed, right, if you won? I, I think so. I think we, we wouldn't have had a bye, but we would have had a home playoff game. Yeah, that would have been very different. I don't think we would have made it. No, I, I, st- I, still, to I still think you guys have a, would have had a, probably a better shot. Um, although the week, the extra week, the bye week, did help you guys against Minnesota. It was quite noticeable. Um, yeah. Quite noticeable in that game. Um, first of all, I want to talk, I, my opinion, I think the key factor in this game will be your offense against the Chiefs defense. Who, who is somebody that fans should keep an eye out on, or that could be a big part that people aren't maybe talking about right now? Um, I'd I'd have to say it's it's definitely going to be the big players that are going to do all the do all the work, all the heavy lifting. I don't think there's going to be some sort of X factor. Fair I enough. think uh, Debo Debo Samuel is going to have a big game. He's gonna he's gonna run some reverses around the outside. Lots of rushing yards for Debo Samuel. Hot take. I like that hot take. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Um, with. With I, I was talking about this with our friend Jack earlier when in our other podcast. I I I don't know how to say this, but 
Garoppolo has some beautiful throws. Like, absolutely, like, picturesque. Dark. Yeah. He, he, he just, you know, he, throw, he, he throws it, you know, perfectly over the cornerback right, right to where his receiver can get it. However, I think Garoppolo does have, you know, two or three throws in the game where it's like, holy fuck, what the fuck were you thinking throwing that football right there? You hold your breath. He, where, well, he's like, like he's throwing it to like the middle linebacker in a cover two, and it's like, holy shit, what the fuck are you doing? That's not the pl- like that's not the guy to throw to. Or um, late to the outside and man coverage. Yeah, it's d- it's really hard to watch sometimes. It's like, come on. So it's so it's not just me who's seen that. Like you, you as a Niners fan also recognize like there are a couple of throws where it's just like, holy, like don't make that throw. All the, every game, at least two. Um, but it's but it's interesting with the rest of his offense. I have to give my credit to the Niners running backs because I said at the beginning of the season, you know, they have no running backs. Then you know the run game's going to be pretty brutal this year, and that turned out to be kind of wrong. Um, <laughs> but, but I was I I was thinking there's probably. Two guys, I would think Kittle and Emmanuel Sanders, mostly Kittle, who I would only trust on a third down. Like, if it's a third and four and I needed to get a first down, I think I would only trust, you know, throwing a ball to Kittle and maybe Sanders. Like, I wouldn't trust Samuel at the moment. Kendrick Bourne all day. I would third not. Third down machine. I would not trust Kendrick Bourne. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I. He doesn't drop it on third down. He drops it every second. Yeah, every other every other play he's dropping it. Third down, he's like a god. Um, yeah, crazy. Um, do you, how much of it do you think is, you know, Kyle like Garoppolo making plays, but also Kyle Shanahan? I don't think enough has been spoken about how awesome Kyle Shanahan is as a football coach. Yeah, yeah, Kyle Shanahan is clearly a, a top five coach in the NFL just the way that the team handles themselves and yeah the way Garoppolo has been playing like he, he hasn't been exceptional but I don't think he's an exceptional quarterback I think he's just a game manager and he's got an arm on him that, that's, that's he's not an exceptional quarterback that's bold I was not expecting you to say that on this podcast that's bold um, I, I wouldn't even say he's top 10 Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Kyle Shanahan's a god, so it makes him good, right? He does make him good. Uh, do you do you think that the Niners' defense will be able? I don't think they'll be able to stop Mahomes. Do you think they'll be able to slow down the rest of the Chiefs' offense? I I think it really depends on if we can get to Mahomes in the backfield. You, you, I think that's all it comes down to, really. You, San Francisco has had a really strong pass rush this year with Bosa, uh, Solomon, Tom, Solomon Thomas, um, Eric Armstead, DeForest Buckner, lots of great pass rush. D Ford. Um, is there... Is there any concern with the sort of secondary 
with uh, I mean Sherman is the best cornerback in the game. I I don't think there's any doubt about that. He's back. He's back. He is back. We'll talk about him in a sec, but do you have concerns with the secondary or do you just expect just to get beat, I guess is the um do, do you expect struggles? Uh yeah, that's definitely our weakest point on defense by a long shot. Um the yeah, the second cornerback position and uh, strong safety with Jaquasti Tart. He can't stay healthy, but uh, Emmanuel Mosley's really stepped up in that second cornerback spot ever since Witherspoon got benched. I was gonna I was gonna mention about Mosley because yeah, Witherspoon. You know they thought he was look. They thought he was the guy, and he hasn't really, he hasn't turned He's been out junk. He's been terrible. Um, <laughs> he, he has. Do you do you see? Sherman playing his regular right side or do you think he's just gonna you know go against Tyreek Hill and just cover the big receiver spotlight receiver I I think he's gonna stick to his one side there I don't think Tyreek Hill is a good matchup for Sherman at all like he Sherman's the best cornerback in the league but Tyreek Hill is way faster than him and yeah he can't cover him I don't think Okay, all right. But, um, yeah, they're going to need help over the top a lot of the time. So it's going to be four-man rush. If we can get to Mahomes with a four-man rush, it's going to be an easy game, I'll say that. Can I, can, I'm going to say just as a football fan, I, I respect the 49ers. I respect what they do. They're you know fun team to watch, uber-talented, lot, lots of great skilled players at, at skilled positions. The one guy who I absolutely despise on the team is Robert Sala, defensive coordinator. He's the one guy, I don't know what it is about him, Sala's the, like, Sala just seems like he's in a frat, and he's just, you know, bragging about to everybody how awesome he is, and how great his life is. Um, well, his life should be pretty good right now, he's doing a good job. Yeah, but he gets way too much camera time. He gets way too much camera time. Like, he's going to get... He's, he's got a face for TV. Man. He doesn't have a face for TV. He's bald. <laughs> he doesn't have a face for TV. Uh, he's he's going to get... He's going to get three, like, different shots during the game. And it's going to be three too many because he doesn't deserve any TV time. I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> I, he, Robert, I don't know what it is, just, I don't mind guys being, you know, emotional and energy, you know, having energy, like, when Cam Newton, you know, does a Superman thing, it's cool, but when I see, like, Robert Sala, like, throwing his arms up in the air, it's like, bro, just calm down, you're, you're, you're fine, you're not, you know, he's, you he's you're, a young man, he's got to get out his energy, <laughs> <laughs> he, oh god, um, I told, well, We'll talk about some other football stuff, too. But I said to Scott that I want Robert Sala to take the Browns job because it's the perfect fit of the team not winning and the bad coach going to another you know coaching job that he's way too young for. But he, I, I do give Sala a bit of credit because he has, I don't want to say reinvented or rejuvenated Richard Sherman because I think there have been a lot of other X factors, but Sherman is probably going to be the X factor for the 49ers, I think, in this game. That's just my opinion, but 
he a pick. He's gonna get a pick. I would say it. Yeah, pick. Going for a pick. I think Mahomes. I think the ultimate guy. Yeah, the ultimate guy of holy fuck, what the fuck were you thinking? Is Jameis Winston, but. <laughs> Yeah. Garoppolo had some of those moments. And even Mahomes had some of those moments, too. Like, you watch him in that AFC Championship game against the Titans, and you think he's going to run out of bounds, and he just keeps going. It's like, the f- what do you do? Just get out. And then he just keeps running, and he scores a touchdown. It's like, okay, that actually works. But I, I remember watching Mahomes a couple t- like a couple of times against Oakland and, Can- and uh, not Kansas, against New England, where he's throwing off his back foot, and he's doing Kaepernick things. Like, he's doing Kaepernick stuff that's like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? It doesn't last. It won't, like, don't do that stuff. Um, I don't know, we'll see We'll see how well Mahomes does. Um, Can we just talk for a moment about how Mahomes runs like a retard? <laughs> oh my god. Um, he, he, he waddles. He looks very uncomfortable. I will say yeah, that. He, I like his hips don't fit his sockets or something. Would you? Would hold on? Would you rather be an uncoordinated Patrick Mahomes <laughs> or Jackson Mahomes, the TikTok star? Which would you rather be? Uh, I'm not on TikTok, but I heard it's profitable. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> the coordination um, to go along with money. I think I'd pick, yeah, the TikTok guy. Have you seen the video of um, Mahomes' girlfriend? Um, no, there, I haven't. There's a video of just out there about, I think it's just a compilation of annoying moments with Mahomes' girlfriend. Um, so she must see something in him that, uh, you know, some of us don't. But I feel like if there's anybody who will run around and somehow screw up the Niners' defense. It will be Mahomes. Um, Russell will be his girlfriend. She's big. She big. <laughs> <laughs> she, she got guns. I, I don't know how to respond to that. That's probably one of the best things I think I've heard on this pod in a while, is that Mahomes has a big girlfriend. Like, like thick? She she's thick and she looks strong. I see a picture of her flexing here. Is she a CrossFit strong woman? Is she CrossFit? I don't know. I hope not. But because I think if, it, if 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 I feel like that's kind of what athletes do. They just date other athletes. Like I think Mahomes just needs the CrossFit girl to keep in shape and to you know stay in shape. Yeah, yeah. Not feel like. Um, you dating a slob or something. Um, Patrick Patrick Mahomes will have. I think we'll have a good game. I think Garoppolo actually will do pretty well too. I think they'll be. I I think they'll be pretty close in stats. Like I think it'll like the game's gonna go over like fifty five points or whatever the over under is. But I think they'll both like. I don't know if either of them will throw for three hundred yards. I, I think the Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs are gonna be able to run at all. So they're going to be throwing for a lot of yardage, but hopefully we can stop them in the red zone. Um, quick football guys question. Are you worried about special teams with your rookie punter, Mitch Wisniewski, from the University of Utah? 
Um, he's been uh, he's been pretty good this year. He's not been not been great, but I'm uh, I don't know if we've had any punts blocked or anything like that. because uh, so. I I trust Robbie Gould. He's a veteran. Uh, oh yeah. He he knows what's up. Um, my que- my question just is with uh, um, yeah, just a Niners punting team in which Newski because Dave Tube Tobe I think T O U B is the chief special teams. He's got a couple of head coaching uh interviews, so smart guy, smart smart special teams guy. But I don't know if we'll see. You know, I don't know if we'll see a it's block punt. special teams for a reason. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so with that, we're going to go to some other football conversations. We're going to talk, we're going to talk about Jameis Winston just for a little bit, because I just want your opinion on famous Jameis. Do you, do you think he gets another contract in the NFL? Without a doubt, unless he's asking for the moon and the stars and decides to quit because no one wants to give him a maximum contract or thirty million. But uh, yeah, I think he's definitely going to get twenty million. He's the first thirty for thirty player, thirty touchdowns, thirty interceptions, absolutely insane. Um, Did he throw fifty-two or something? He, no, he just he threw thirty. I don't know how many touchdowns he threw, but he threw thirty touchdowns and thirty interceptions this season. Literally, and went, that was a record. And that was a record. It's thirty interceptions, and uh, I don't know if it's thirty interceptions, but he's the only guy to go thirty for thirty. That's nuts. Ab- absolutely bonkers. Um, oh yeah, he only threw thirty-three touchdowns. Uh, you're so another question, another yeah. It's, I don't know if it's a question, but talking with a bunch of people and looking at different things, they worried about Baker May. I'm worried a little bit about Baker Mayfield. Do you think that Baker is a quality NFL starter, or do you think there's just a lot of hype around him? Um, I I think he's uh he's definitely got the got the trait where he could be he could be great. Um. His uh, or Freddie Kitchen's offense was um, to to be nice, a steaming pile of uh, you know what. But um, if he can uh, deliver the ball a bit faster and get a a better offense, like a better offensive coordinator, I think he could be a quality quarterback, probably top ten quarterback. Because I. I... I'm a May- I'm a Mayfield guy. I like Mayfield. I think he can do well. But obviously, Freddie Kitchens just wasn't the guy. Like no. Kit- like Kitchens just was not the answer to this problem in Cleveland. I don't think he's the guy anywhere. I think he's terrible. I think he could just get. I think he needs you know, this one season of head coach. I think will humble him. So maybe in about five or six years, you know, charge He'll be back. Yeah, the Chargers will get him or somebody. Um, <laughs> But, no, because, you know, Mayfield, I think, has got some talent. I think, he, you know, he can be somebody. Uh, he's got all the pieces, too. Like, he's got Odell. People for, I, I think people forget how good Odell really is. Jarvis Landry is an exceptional talent. Nick Chubb at running back. Um, but Mayfield, I think, can be somebody. But I just wanted to know what your thoughts were on Mayfield before, you know, 
I say anything too conclusive. Because I, tr- I, I trust you, Scott. I trust what you say, and, you know, your opinion means a little bit to me. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. He could, he could do it for sure, man. All right, but all right. He, he needs better coaching, that's uh, for sure. Uh, Tom Brady, staying or going? <laughs> I don't think he's going. That that seems ridiculous to me. It's, it seemed ridiculous when I first heard it, and it still seems ridiculous now that he would go anywhere. I know he sold his house in New England or whatever, but I I don't I can't see it happening. That'd be crazy. My only thing with Tom Brady is I either see him playing for New England or he plays for San Francisco in the future because that's his hometown team, right? Like he grew up watching Joe Montana, idolized Joe Montana. He's from the Bay Area. I could see Brady maybe playing for San Francisco, but... And pushing Garoppolo down again. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, (laughs) sending Garoppolo packing, and then, you know, Kyle Shanahan trades Garoppolo back to New England for a second-round pick. But... I just see Brady... I just don't see Brady leaving either. I I don't... I I get why a team like the Chargers would maybe want to sign him. But that's not really they got a good roster, and Philip Rivers is junk now. So well, it's in. I don't know if Brady's mo has ever really been to be in the spotlight per se. I think it just happens when you're winning. But but I don't know if he's ever been that kind of guy to just you know want to be in all these commercials and ads and under the lights and you know L A type guy, but. I, I we'll see, we'll see. I just I think I think Brady will probably stay in New England, and you think so too. I, I hope so. I don't think it will be good for his legacy if he leaves because he's not going to win. Do you if, well, he, if he leaves? Do you think he's a system quarterback, or do you think he's just? No, I I just think it's too it's too far removed. Yeah. Like if he left a team five years ago, yeah, he could have done what Peyton Manning did with the Broncos, but. You can't just hop into a system like one off season and, and be great. No, that's true. That's a good that's a good point. That's actually a really good point. Um So and we we both play our teams, we both root for teams in the NFC West. Uh I just wanna get I know you I know you're Riles, but I wanna get your opinion sort of on the Seahawks and Russell Wilson a little bit from a from an outside perspective do many people consider like Russell will do you think many people consider Russell Wilson to be like an elite top five quarterback do you, or do you think he's not getting as much respect as maybe other guys do uh he's he's definitely not getting um as much respect as he deserves in my opinion because my opinion is he should be the MVP really okay yeah, he, I I watched him play a lot this year. I also watched Lamar Jackson play a lot this year. But uh, MVP, well, I don't think he should be the MVP because the MVP is not based on who the best player is or the best quarterback. It's based on popularity and excitement, really. But I, uh, the best quarterback this season, I'd say, was Russell Wilson. 
it's it's funny you it's funny you mentioned that because even I I, I wasn't even gonna con- like vote for Russell as MVP. I thought it would be Lamar, but because um, I I get this perspective that people either are not Wilson guys because you know he he hasn't won as much or because of the you know the Super Bowl forty nine final play of the game, but. I, I wanted to get somebody, again, like your opinion, who's an outsider, who knows, you know, a bit about football, who can, you know, provide a bit of context and a bit of detail. He's a he's a phenomenal quarterback. You know how many times I've, like, been standing upset because we're chasing him around the pocket, and then he just hits a 50-yard bomb on us. Can I, like, can I also just say, speaking of running around... Um, <laughs> Former Seattle Seahawk Frank Clark, who plays for the Kansas City Chiefs now, uh, he said this week that uh, you know they've never you know San Francisco has never seen a guy like me before, as in you know San Francisco has never seen Frank Clark before. Uh, Frank San Francisco has seen Frank Clark I think eight times. They said he's played eight career games against San Francisco. Um, who is this guy? I've never heard of him. Def- defensive end, Frank Clark. He he was like a 2015 like first or second round pick of Seattle. He's not a bad defensive end. Like he's you know he's got he's you know he's got some off and on you know talent. But San he just said you know San Francisco's never seen a guy like me before. And he's played him. The CTE is coming quickly to Frank Clark. Spe- speaking of CTE, do you want to talk about Antonio Brown for like two minutes? Hey, I'll, if, I'll give it, yeah, two minutes. Do you think that's CTE or do you think that's just ego? I think he's always been crazy, probably. And he's just been able to keep it under wraps because he wasn't the best player in the world. Or the best wide receiver in the world. But um, it, it just got to him after after a certain amount of time, and then he uh, he wasn't taking shit from anyone, and that's not good in the NFL, as a player, especially. And, uh, yeah, he went off the rails. Do you think he's going to get re-signed? <laughs> um, I, I honestly don't, I don't know. Because I was really surprised when he got re-signed the first time by the Patriots. And... But, and... Yeah, Anybody will want him, but I don't know what the status is with his uh, his legal problems. <laughs> do, you, do you know what happened there? I don't even. Yeah, I I I think he got arrested for. I, I think he got assault and battery charges, but I can't confirm nor deny any of it. Um, oh, what a goof! It's. It's really too bad because, you know, he has a father and he has kids and, you know. It's Antonio re- Clown. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, God. I think, I, think some, I, I think someone will sign him depending on his legal situation. But, damn, that's a big risk. That's, like, that would probably be one of the biggest risks of all time, I think, of signing Antonio Brown at this point. Um, the Browns sign Antonio Brown. Oh, my God. Could you imagine with Odell, 
Landry, Brown, Baker. Like, there's so many personalities in that locker. Throw in Kareem Hunt in there. There's so many personalities. <laughs> throw in so many personalities. My, yeah, that that doesn't work out. <laughs> Miles My, Garrett, like you get all these like different guys who are in there. Holy shit! Um, that would be awesome. I I would watch that every week. Yeah, what's the show called? Hard Knocks. <laughs> Hard Knocks on the Cleveland Browns. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Incredible. That would be great. Um, so finally, I guess we'll. I'll keep it kind of short, unless you want to keep going. I mean, I, I, I think we're having fun here, but um, I just wanted to discuss with you, Do you know? Do you, are you following the draft or college guys a whole lot? Um, no, nothing nothing past the top guys. I watch the, uh, the semi-final games and the, uh, and the BCS the, bowl game. Do you think Joe Burrow's going to be a uh, top pick in the draft? I don't see why he wouldn't be. Is there anybody else that? Well, I just think I, I don't think so. Well, it's just like he, had, you know, he had over like five thousand, you know, yards this year, passing like fifty touchdowns with LSU. But unfortunately, yeah, the statistics he, are great. In, yeah. Unfortunately, he has to go play for a shitty team like the Bengals, and mm-hmm. get that out of the way. Which, is you know, Cincinnati's got to be up there for most futile franchises in the NFL. Um, yeah, it's been sad. I I think the I think the Lions are probably the worst overall in sports. <laughs> but Cincinnati's Cincinnati's up there. Uh, I feel bad for the Lions and mostly Matthew Stafford. You know what's funny is that every like Lions fan boards that I you know message boards that I read, they like eighty five percent of the posts are. If Matthew Stafford, this is Lions fan saying, if Matthew Stafford actually played for a respectable franchise, he would be one of the all-time greatest quarterbacks. Because apparently he's got some of the best talent. His team is just so shit that he he has over like fifty career losses against teams with a winning with a winning percentage. He's just been dragging them through the mud for. What, how long has he been in the league? 10 years? 12 years? 10, 12, yeah. And now he just broke his back this past year, which was quite amazing because of all, you know, he's been carrying the Lions for the last 10 or 12 years, and now all of a sudden his back breaks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shit. Uh, Never thought of it that way. That's how I see it. I mean, I'm not a Lions fan, and I can't say I watched any Lions games this past year. But I only watched them when they were playing the Packers. But oh my god. Uh speaking of the Packers, uh this podcast actually, you know, felt felt pretty good. Uh speaking of the Packers, uh your father, Big D as we call him, former minor league baseball coach. Oh yeah. Green Bay Packers guy. What was what was his feel? Can you talk about before and after the NFC Championship game? Was he saying to uh, you like he was getting like you're gonna lose? Um, no, my my dad doesn't really get a high on like 
pre- uh, predictions or expectations. He is pretty level-headed. I was talking shit to him the whole time. <laughs> you guys are terrible. You, you, you had three wins handed to you. You're, you shouldn't even be in the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, we stomped him. And uh, I was pretty happy about it. He, he was staying even keel, but he was a little more sad after the game, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> I saw him ride home from our friend's house. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, elite or not? Uh, I don't. I don't know if he's if he's elite anymore. What would you consider elite? Like top five at posi- top, position? Top five. We'll say top top five or top seven. He's he's damn close, but I don't think he is anymore. Um, because I watch like I watched that NFC Championship game. And it was brutal. It was not good football to watch. Like, San Francisco dominated them from beginning to end. Yeah, it was over in the first quarter. It was over in the first quarter. It was a blowout. And, you know, you're you're right. Like, Green Bay were pretty much frauds the entire year. Uh, Did you see that hands-to-the-face penalty against the Lions? Or it was early on in the year. It was, like, week five or something. And... Yeah, it was a completely phantom. Or there were two hands-to-the-face penalties on the same drive at the end of the game. I sort of remember what you're talking about. Vaguely. I gave them the game. It was so obvious. Oh, man, it really pissed me off. Um, God, it, it seemed like, yeah. Um, the, yeah, the Packers, I don't know how they managed to win all their games, but... It was ugly. It's it was yeah. I couldn't imagine rooting for that team because at least with like Seattle and San Fran, like at least with rooting for those teams, they played extreme like w- winnable but high power you know high scoring close games. And I think there were too many times. I don't know how many times Green Bay didn't reach thirty this year. Like they got blown out by San Francisco the first time. And clearly they didn't learn anything the second time they played the Niners in the NFC Championship game. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think this Packers team was that good. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers will ever be that good. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers will ever win another Super Bowl. I I don't think he will either. Uh, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't high on him all year. Yeah, they, they're not impressive. I would say that the Vikings were probably better in the Packers. I, I, I was going to say, I like Devontae Adams. He's a really good piece. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. Um, yeah, but the Packers, yeah, the Packers were just struggling this year uh, in, in times. And Yet they kept winning somehow. They it kept, was, it was weird. They kept winning. Uh, I, I just, I'm just surprised that Matt LaFleur was able to become a double-digit wins quarterback or coach in his first season. Absolutely outstanding job, I guess, but it's kind of insane at the same time. Um, It's funny you mentioned the Vikings. A lot of it was about their defense. I think their defense is quite good. Yeah, that's true. Um, The Vikings are going to be an interesting team as well, considering... They have quite a few free agents this year. Not a lot of space. Kirk Cousins, good question mark. 
I think he's pretty good. He's a pretty good quarterback. He gets flustered, and he gets pressured, but he's like Matt Ryan, I'd say. He's like, like a... If you... Go ahead. If you give him, like, time, space, and, and some good receivers, he can eat. He could he could have an MVP season if you if you get the right pieces in place, I'd say. He has some really good wide receivers in Thielen, Stephon Diggs. That's true, yeah. Um, Kyle Rudolph really dropped off this year. I don't know what happened to Kyle Rudolph. Uh, he's, he's just like Jimmy Graham. Yeah, getting old, I guess, and just beat up. Uh, Dalvin yeah, Cook had a really good off. year. But yeah, Dalvin Dalvin Cook is uh, is amazing. What what would you do as a San Francisco? What would you is Dalvin Cook the guy that you want the most right now? Is Dalvin Cook, or would you rather have say Quad? Say, I I don't know if you can choose between those guys, but say Saquon is um is something else. Just because I don't I don't know if he's as good of a football player as Dalvin Cook is, but the physical attributes make his potential higher. So, with that, then, do you? Kirk Cousins has one more year on his deal. All and it was all guaranteed. All you know, whatever his contract, he got thirty million or whatever a year. Do you think Kirk Cousins stays in Minnesota? Yeah. You don't see. You don't see him I going elsewhere. So. I watched. Um... I watched a documentary about his um his free agency, and uh, he seemed like he was really happy with Minnesota. But that was in his first year, so um, I don't know. But yeah, from from the information I know, I I think yeah he would stick with uh, Minnesota. Adam Adam Thielen, I think, kind of hates him, but <laughs> Kirk both is weird guys. Two weird guys don't work out. Kirk. Kirk is also a weird guy in that he is the most dad-like person I think I've seen in the NFL. Like, white, middle-aged dad I think I've seen in the NFL. Oh, golly gee. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. The sound bites are quality. And the the dances. um, Hard to watch. it's, It's just mesmerizing how bad they really are. Yeah. Uh, speaking of dads, does Philip Rivers bring his 14 kids with him to Tampa Bay to play for the bike or the Buccaneers? Is is that what's happening? Philip Rivers is playing for the Buccaneers? There are reports about because he's moved his family to Florida. There are reports that he's going to play for Tampa Bay. And the no, Bruce Arians. If he moved his family to Florida, that means he's retiring. Oh. Oh. Big, big insider information from Scott Freestat here. <laughs> heard, that's what happens, right, when you go to Florida? Heard only on the Speak Your Peace podcast, Scott Freestat, with a kind of a woge bomb. <laughs> Philip Rivers, Reti- I hope he retires because he's out of gas. He doesn't have anything left. Well, I, I was I remember watching a Monday night game against the Chiefs in Mexico City, and that's where it really started to felt like, all right, this is you're you're done. Like this isn't you got to move on. This isn't gonna work anymore. This isn't happening. 
if it was, you, you would have won a Super Bowl already. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Watching him on Monday night was kind of sad. He couldn't, he can't throw the ball past like fifteen yards anymore. It's it, it's disappointing because he, I think he is a Hall of Famer. I think Rivers is a Hall of Famer, but he just struggled the last you know ten weeks of the year. It's really too bad. Uh, speaking of which, Eli Manning retired. He's done. Is Eli Manning? A, he's all. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? <sighs> the tough questions after one after another. Uh, I I expect I expect I expect good <laughs> answers. This is you know, this is quality journalism here, Scott. <laughs> Eli Manning. Um, two Super Bowls didn't carry his team to either of them, but performed well enough to win them. Was a terrible quarterback for the past. Well, not terrible, but definitely wasn't good, good the last two years. <laughs> yeah, not good for the last three years, and um, for his rookie season and his sophomore season, he wasn't very good either. But uh. I, I think, yeah, you win two Super Bowls, you quarterback the team, you should be a Hall of Famer. Interesting. I I think we should all be thankful that at least he gave us two more opportunities of not having to deal with Patriot fans talking about how great their team is. Um, yes. Thank you, Eli. Thank you, Eli. Now... We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, uh, I'm not going to give my... We'll, we'll talk about the Super Bowl here just to end it here. Now, I now I don't know how to say this. I'm, I'm trying to figure out the words to describe it, but do you... Do you think it, if the Niners win, it'll be a close win? Or do you... Th- uh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. I think we can compete with them if they're... um. In a, in a shootout, we can compete with them, but it's going to be a close game. It's going to be like when we played the Saints, if if it's a shootout. But if we can run the ball and we control the clock, then I think we're going to be able to win pretty handily. Well, we'll find out here soon enough, I guess. I'm not going to make my official pick. I'm going to do that you know, pretty close closer to game because... You know, we're all about content here, and I got some good content. We got we got good content. I mean, I do. Mm. But, um, you do. We do. Now, do you think if Andy Reid wins this, do you think he just spends an entire week at Denny's? Uh, I think he's more of an IHOP guy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He he's just he's just gonna be eating like fucking breakfast foods and just destroying his cholesterol even more than he already. There's nothing else to ruin. <laughs> the perfect male physique. <sighs> you know how girls rave about dad bod. That's rave about Andy bod. That is more than a dad bod. That is like that's Andy bod. That's like. Weird Uncle Bod. <laughs> Walrus Bod. Yeah, exactly. 
well, maybe we'll have to get you on the pod after the Super Bowl and get your reaction to it. Thank you for coming on, Scott. Really appreciate having you on here. Thanks for having me, brother. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to, again. We'll get you maybe after the Super Bowl or anytime. You're 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 a good friend, friend of the pod, Scott Freestat. Thanks for coming on, bro. Good to talk to you, and uh, thank you to everybody else for listening. Well, that's Speak Your Peace Pod. Scott, any last words? Have a good night. Thanks for listening. All right. Thanks, Scott.